When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I have my restraining order here. No meddling in (laughs) either of our businesses. We are done. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, you've never really meddled in my business. I think I'm the opposite of a meddler. What is the opposite of a meddler? Someone who just doesn't give a fuck. A non yeah, actually somebody that just literally does not care. But um I care plenty and I am a meddler. So maybe I should just pass this on to you and you can white out the restraining order against yes. you and then on to me. So I will stop meddling into your business. Um yep. Should we meddle into other people's businesses? I think we need to. I think that's the whole point of this is that we're 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 a duo. And so we had to bring on a duo that we could meddle with. Um, and so we're we're probably gonna end up with restraining uh, orders against the lonely boys. Brendan and Maddie, how are you? Hey, yes. back by popular demand. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> you guess I'll say my name first. <laughs> hey, oh, is that a thing? For you. You showed yeah. up first on my screen. Is it yeah. usually the other I- way around? <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing until Brendan, I, I guess, clearly has some uh, feelings about it. Yeah. Actually, you know what? This is actually a very important question because I have a theory that Jessica's the host and I'm the co-host. The do you two have co-hosts? Do you two have the same the same situation going on? I call me I... my sidekick on the show. Oh, you call me the sidekick. That's funny because I'm 100% the host. <laughs> yeah, he, he is actually, actually the host. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the worst in doing the intro and outro and introducing Brendan and also taking 100% of the notes for the episode and, <laughs> and leading us through okay. each yeah. episode. So, Wait, okay, but Brendan... So- Brendan does do all the uh, all the editing and everything, so yeah. he, he has. I'm there. I'm there See, it's out. an equal partnership. But Jessica exactly. does that too. Uh, well, okay, but uh, I do the editing, <laughs> but you do all the social media. That's true. That's... But 
Is it if you start the episode and end the episode, does that make you the host? Mm -hmm. Therefore, Jessica's the host and I'm only the co-host. See, I I have something to say about that for my other show because Brian of the Hoppy Boys starts and ends the show. But I would argue that I'm more hostly on that show. Mm -hmm. I don't think it matters who starts the show. I think it's just that's better at that sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. I'm more chatty on that one. Also, know. mine is way less work, Sarah. I've been getting away with this for like two years now, but my job is so much less work because I literally say the same thing every single time. And you're responsible for coming up with like a cute little intro. So I get away with doing much less. Well, that's that's your, Jess brought in, introduced Sarah right away. It was like every week I'm like, oh, what am I going to say? How am I going to introduce Brendan? Should I make fun of him? Should I compliment him this week? <laughs> Jess didn't fool around. She just brought in Sarah right no, away. I don't fuck yeah, around. I just go it. straight How do you compliment it? me? Uh, how yeah. often do i'd say yeah. i don't know maybe one out of every nine Whatever. or ten i was gonna say nine <laughs> one out of ten yeah. yeah i don't get any compliments throw, am i supposed compliment. to be complimenting you i don't know well, is, no, this, I, is this double date uh... going okay <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just like sean well, I think and... both the couples are supposed to, are just about to yeah. break up right now yeah. so. <laughs> i think we need some karaoke to liven it up i think so <laughs> <laughs> what's well, a good question what, what would we do if we were gonna do karaoke doubles what songs Ooh, would we do? Like a karaoke. duet, or if the four of us were going to sing a song together? Both, both questions, yeah. I don't think there are any four person like. <laughs> Unless, Unless we're going to do like a barbershop quartet. Barbershop, yeah. We don't really need karaoke. It's really that. good. I'm in on that. Yeah. Sarah, what would our karaoke song be? We have different tastes in music, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe Taylor I Swift will not be singing Journey. Pick. I will right, tell right, you right. that much for mm. free. I cannot. How I about cannot. just like, um, how about just like an in sync song or Ooh. a Backstreet Boys? Okay. I'm down for that because we could do the like bye 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 with like yeah. the hand oh, movement, or okay, or we could do the like we could do the one. I don't know. I don't know like what this is from or where it originated. The like anything you could do, I could do better, and like go back and forth with that one. I think. That oh. Would be fun. Oh, that is an interesting dynamic, an yeah. oldie but a goodie. All right. Yeah. What about you guys? What would your uh, what would your karaoke duo song be? Well, mm. I famously think that the best um, duet of all time is "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Of course, I was a little yes. yeah, I was a little upset that no one, none of the dates in the episode sang that song. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to sing that with one with Brendan. I don't know if you could <laughs> handle that, Brendan. Um, I don't think I could. What do you have anything in mind? I have always thought it's funny that I've never told you this, I don't think, but I thought wow. we would do a great job. At, it's not really a duet song, but I think we would do good with um, Funds Be Calm. I think okay. we, would, we, would, oh. we would do really well with that one. Wait, what uh, song is this? It's, it's, I think it's from Funds. Yeah. Is it their first album? Be, yeah, their be debut calm. and best album, yeah. Aim yeah. and Ignite. Yes, track very, very one, good. Be Calm. Do you remember Fun, Jessica? Oh, was it like F dot U dot N? No, no, just F U N dot. There's only one dot. There's but one but dot. was it all capital letters? All yes. lowercase, I think. Was, uh, I think it's all capitals. You know, I'm just going to pretend like I know what's going on. I'm so I mean, bad with music. Jack Antonoff of Fun went on to famously produce a lot of Taylor Swift songs afterwards. Yes. So there, there's a connection there. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right, right. I just watched him in um that Long Pond mm, yeah. uh, thing. And he was great in that. He was like the star of that show. And yeah, he has he's such good glasses. He's a very oh yes, he does. A very talented uh, producer. Glasses. Did a lot of good work for fun. I mean, you know, long long live fun. Only two albums, but what a great run it was. <laughs> Remember the uh gosh, the rule rose rules Goldberg machine music video. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That will stick with me forever. <laughs> no idea. Okay. I don't know what's happening anymore. We need to get off the topic of music because there's nothing I can talk about okay. besides talking about Journey. All right, bring it back. Bring it back. Uh, bringing it back. Season 6, Episode 12. 
cutting the cord. Uh, Sarah, you and I were mentioning before a little bit with Matt, like how iconic this episode is because I don't know if it was Disney Channel or ABC Family um, Channel that had these commercials specifically with clips from this episode, specifically the Sean saying he wants to rock and roll and also the war, what is it good for that? sticks in my brain so maybe the best thing that's ever happened in in the history of, of okay. television that when i was <laughs> picking what episode to do for this for this uh for this season which yeah obviously i'm the alpha between me and brendan because i was the one picking the yeah. episode uh, just another <laughs> more evidence that i'm a host <laughs> yeah so i was i didn't know i haven't you know done a full watch of the show in a while so i was just looking at the episode descriptions and i saw the karaoke and i was like oh this is the war what is it good for episode i am taking this episode this is one of my favorite things that ben savage has ever done in, in the history of the <laughs> so show I have, to, I have to comment on it it's so good he is such a good comedic actor especially this season yeah. he just like hits the beats over and over he's and like over a little again. cartoon he goes so for it he it really is. goes for it he is and it's yeah. like a full body like yes, movement he's, like he's so not, into it he's, not only is he screaming but he is putting his whole body into it it is yes. fantastic yeah. veins popping <laughs> yeah. it's um, it's so iconic and the fact that they do it for like the end credits yes. honestly sarah i think it's probably my favorite end credit of all time i like, love that because yes, Topanga is finally in on it too, and so yes. I think it just like elevates it to a yeah. whole. It's almost like level. a blooper in a way. Like, no, yeah, it seems a good time. Yeah, it seems like they just let them riff. It was very like improvised, and then yeah. they just started going off on their own tangents at the end. And because I love seeing like the actors clearly having a good time, and they were laughing at the end, and it was very heartwarming to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looked like Danielle Fischel was actually laughing. Yes, it, it yes, didn't look was. like acting. It looked like she was really happy to be there and having a great time. And it was it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I really loved it. And I'm sure they got to do it. I'm sure this was like an all day shoe at least. So I'm sure they had to do this like at least five times. I would yeah. really love. I wish that there was like some sort of like information out there. Um flash forward five years to the new <laughs> boy meets world uh, podcast oh that came God. out where yes they uh talk about it but well, first I of all wonder... I, yeah i need to see the blooper reel for this episode for that yeah. scene where they're doing it that'd be so funny but so yeah good. i i what didn't even know that a new boy meets world podcast was coming out not not that they're unfortunately competing with you guys now yeah but. jessica are we ready to talk about this like are we ready to make like a statement um, yeah our statement is that we were here first no no no, no this is not what we're saying stop it okay I'm just kidding the good news is that we're know. almost done and so yeah. it's not yeah. like we it's are okay. coming out at the same time they came out and i also yeah. think like I don't know necessarily we have I mean we'd have the same audience in that people that love Boy Meets World like there is a mm -hmm. what is the what is the thing called that, the diagram, diagram oh yeah of like yeah. people like Boy Meets World would watch listen to both but I also think like we're not we're not commenting on like what it was like to be on, on yeah, Boy different, Meets different World, kind of right? pod have you, you also like right. might end up getting accidental clicks to like oh Boy Meets World pod you might get true yeah, true have you, have you here for the <laughs> accidental listens yeah. have you checked your uh, emails do you have any cease and desist from Ryder Strong or anything <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I do. I don't know why. <laughs> Getting very litigious and shut down all. <laughs> well, uh, so the thing is, is that like I have listened to uh, both the uh, intro podcast for Pod Meets World and the pilot episode, and. 
between the four of us and our listeners, it's really good. It's really, yep. really yeah. good. <laughs> I was so what are you well. doing? You're terrible. I, was, at this. I, I listened to both of it as well. And I was very excited because I knew it was going to be good because I had when I had the first uh, two seasons on DVD, they used to do commentaries for the episodes yes. and they yeah. were always really good. Like I listened to those commentaries so many times. So when they came up, I was like, oh, this is actually going to be really good. I need to listen. And you know what? It yeah. was. They're great. I will really say Rolf Fredell is like my, my favorite of of like I've seen him in other things and mm-hmm. I just think his comedic timing is so spot on that of course he's going to make a very good podcast right Absolutely. like it's just yeah. is like bound to happen so, so who's hosting this show so um we have Daniel Fischel okay. um as well as her shrimpy husband is producing it okay. <laughs> and then we have um Topanga of course Ryder yeah. Strong as Sean and then yeah. Will Friedle as Eric uh they wow. three are uh hosting this yeah. podcast Very Pod cool. Meets World found on all major platforms <laughs> right we don't need to like we're not sponsored by them <laughs> the, op- the opposite of condemning them come on guys come on the pod did... please Ryder Strong come on the pod I thought he was kind of trying to distance himself from like this world so he right. actually talks about this a lot and matt you can talk about it as well but he said that he spent the majority of his time after boy meets world especially in his 20s trying to separate himself from it and he really wants to do this podcast as a like full circle moment reconnecting with his youth and kind of like healing from all mm-hmm. of it because it was a big part of his life that he was trying to distance himself from and he now has a seven-year-old child who is of the age of Corey matthews when he first starts or was he a little bit older who he knows? was older than that older he they were 11 yeah yeah but nonetheless he has a child that you know could enjoy the show and they're watching it together and he says it's a really big healing moment for him mm-hmm. that's nice i'm happy for him in that nice way because i think like I think on a rewatch, obviously we've been <laughs> rewatching. I think it really, really shows like Sean being such a great character. Like I think that when you think Boy Meets World, of course Corey is like the boy in Boy Meets World, but it really is like in the way that we joke that Dawson's Creek is Pacey's pond. Like Boy Meets World <laughs> is is a lot of like Boy Meets World's best friend, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, um, he's a character that has more of the issues, and Corey's kind of good throughout the show like he has his ups and downs but uh, yeah sean is yeah. really the one that grows yeah Corey has a bit of like main characteritis where he's just like he's the main guy so like yeah. less tends to affect him where you mm-hmm. have like the more character who's like has more issues family issues you know mm-hmm. romantic issues all that school issues yeah sean um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna get into the sean and Corey uh like a friendship here because of course the meddling the meddling must continue um and sean and, and i love Sarah, it's not often that we get a previously on, but we we got you oh, know what's gonna I be. I was a happy big we got it. Yeah, yeah. I was happy we got it because yeah. we were just jumping in. I hadn't watched any of the previous episodes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, what's happening? Let's do it. Yeah, I love it when Ben Savage gets to do the previously on. He is the only one that gets to do it. And it's always very, um, very exciting. So we get to see these little clips. We see the Angela and Sean breakup. We see the fact that both Angela and Sean shared to Corey and Topanga separately that they still had feelings for it. And the fact that Angela was like, yeah, I'm not going to wait for you. I'm like going to do me. And, and we were very happy about this when it when it happened. Yeah, we last about week it. when we talked about it, we thought it was super. Yeah. I really value people taking stock of their value and not hanging on to somebody just to, you know, 
not be alone mm-hmm. and, and of because course of history and stuff yeah yeah i love love like i always support and obviously angela and sean are the best characters but i i love that angela is like no like i am not gonna wait for you if you're not ready to commit to me then i'm gonna do my own thing i'm gonna continue to date and um it was really good to see her with like this dude ron this episode Mm. um who looked like he was 30 plus oh yeah oh yeah 110 (laughs) percent but also good for him down to just do karaoke down to hang out at the little lounge after like he was game for everything he he clearly was not intimidated when when sean was there uh and doing his thing i I have four kids already i don't give a shit so how, how do you guys feel about the uh, Sean and Angela relationship overall? Like, obviously, Corey and Topanga are, like, the heart of the show. But were you, like, rooting for them? Did you want them to be endgame? Or... I love Sean and Angela. I think that it made sense. Because we know the show isn't going to break up Corey and Topanga at this right. point. Right? Like, they're mm-hmm. engaged. Like, it'd be different if they weren't engaged. But they're going to use Sean and Angela to be the college couple that doesn't stay together right away. I personally wish that we had, like, after the first, like, separation, we had gotten a little bit more of them dating around. Like, now they're dating around, but Sean is just so sad about it. So I almost wish we had gotten, like, the party vibes from at least one of them of, like, them when they're separate. Um, even though I do, I love them as a couple, honestly, Angela elevates literally anyone that she's around. And so mm-hmm. I think that they make sense as a couple. I think Sarah, you and I had talked about this. Like, I feel, we both feel like Angela and Sean are way more like mature as a couple than Corey and Topanga are 90% sure. of the time. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with that sentiment. I think that, um, Angela herself, maybe it's because she was, um the actress trina was like years more mature and older than the rest of the kids um she brings the maturity and also she brings like she's she gets to play like the straight actor right like she's the Mm -hmm. one that's like grounded in reality so that means that she's the one that kind of is like around all these fools and is Mm -hmm. saying like actually like this is what the reality is and like you know so i really appreciate that and i think that sean is such like a serious like i mean this kid has so much trauma right like he needs somebody that's like grounded um in his life that's truly what he needs so i'm a big fan of the sean and um angela relationship i think that it was amazing in the 90s to show an interracial couple that was not very Mm -hmm. uh prominent back then um and i think that it was really like revolutionary for its time to see like these two young kids like you know navigating the world and they're just more realistic than Corey and topanga now saying that once again i'm coming from a place where i've been dating the same person since i was 18 so <laughs> how can i say that Corey and topanga relationship isn't like accurate but mm-hmm. I mean, I think that more people can relate to the Angela and the Shans. Yeah. I was going to say, too, I noticed that, well, I had, just hadn't thought about it in a while because I hadn't watched this show since last time we all talked. But just watching um, Sean and Angela, I was like, you know, it's good that they have this interracial relationship and they just don't bring attention to it. It's just there. Exactly. And it is just great. And it's just nice that it's not like a whole centerpiece exactly i want to say it does get i want to say it does get talked about a little bit maybe later on when sean meets angela's dad but i could Mm -hmm. be totally not remembering that correctly no i just 
as well. Yeah, there's something so. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think like they're they're a great couple. And I, I like how in this episode we do get to see them date other people, even if it's not necessarily like working out mainly for <laughs> on Sean's end. Um, I will say that yeah. the two dates have great voices. For to, to be yes. in an episode where they have mm-hmm. to sing, <laughs> I mean, they were like, looking for people yeah. that could sing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for like, yeah, like Ryder Strong and uh, what, Trina McGee, that's who plays. Yeah. Yeah. They had to, I mean, they probably didn't know they were going to sing, they, so they had though. to be ready for it. But I, I'm sure the guests, they they hopefully they didn't just spring it on them, they, they let right. them know that oh, they're gosh, in, yeah. in the Boy Meets World world, these two dates are very like, I got maybe yeah. they picked this place well, knowing that they were going to have to sing. God bless Kelly, who is very patient and understanding with Sean. Like I would have <laughs> yeah, left that really. date like five oh minutes in. God, got, and awful. even through, and even at the end when Sean like ends their ends their karaoke thing, she's like, "That's all right. I under- maybe next yeah. time we'll we'll get him next time, champ." Like and also, as, as he's very obviously using her to flaunt in front of Angela too. And she's yeah, like, I'm okay with it. He's game. For it's so time. bad. She's getting basically like shafted this entire date. Yeah, uh, I, Sean's yeah. reputation Let's... as the the king of romance is doing a lot for him here because she's just gonna <laughs> tanking. Yeah, tanking. <laughs> And I also no, will no, say this he is the king. <laughs> he was the king. <laughs> this is the this is an episode for me that I love the A and B storylines. I think sometimes uh, they spend uh, like Sarah you and I joke about the fact that maybe they take a sticky note uh, off the whiteboard and just be like, let's shove this in a storyline B. If there's a C line too, then that's even oh worse. the story the C is always trash. Yeah. And so like this this time it's nice because I love and we start off with Eric um in like Lamaz class basically. Yeah. Which, if you were a sitcom in the nineties someone's pregnant we go into Lamaz class oh, yeah. <laughs> i staple. don't even know if like Lamaz class is readily available in this day and age i have no clue i mean i think they have birthing classes i don't think they call them Lamaz class anymore yeah. and i don't even know if like mm-hmm. i think i watch okay i watch too much youtube people but like from what i understand <laughs> there's like different birthing plans you can have oh. right you yeah, want to shoot your Lamaz. baby out underwater <laughs> by all means home birth in your own bed right we'll get some tarps you know like so if you're birthed whole- underwater i guess the, so you would be underwater before you're touching air that's pretty yeah crazy. well the whole mm. the philosophy behind it why do i know this don't ask me <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. is that like the baby is like in its own habitat it feels very similar to like in the womb and so it's yeah. like a much uh, more okay. natural way transition. to but am i going to be like naked chilling in a tub shooting a baby out that absolutely nice. not like <laughs> not i don't want to be but then think about think about the aftermath of what is floating around you that's all I'll Ooh, say. yeah yeah, yeah. you gotta you clean go. out that pool when you're done exactly and people don't like baths in general because they're <laughs> sitting in their own filth this seems uh... listen i am a bath what is it a reformed bather um i love a bath now mostly in the winter yeah (laughs) i love a bath in the winter as 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 only if you use like a bath bomb or like bath what's the other things called the crumbly thing sarah the bath bubble bath thing beads no it doesn't matter but a bubble a bubble bubble bar bubble bar. bar yeah like you need some kind of like oils and like you know to really luxuriate in the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, Eric is here with uh, with Amy. Um, yeah, I I would literally never do this. If my mom was if my mom couldn't find her the the person fathering her child for whatever reason and told me to to come with her to to pregnancy one hundred and one, I would block her number. Like absolutely not. It doesn't sound like very much fun, but you know, like Eric is game. He's a go yeah. with guy. Of course yeah, he'll go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. And he starts go. with a bang too. Just like great opening line, 
don't love that we fat shame immediately, but also just <laughs> really yeah, gets a big swing here. Fat. They're so fat. <laughs> I will say, Eric calling the baby little Eric, or if it's a girl, Eric the girl. Eric the girl. And, and like the Erica is like so close. It's <laughs> Eric so the girl. Yeah. A real misdirect there with Eric the girl. I gotta say, season six and seven for me, some of the most laugh out loud seasons for me. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a controversial opinion, but I'm so happy we're in the college years. I'm a huge fan of the college years. I feel like this is when the show really goes off the rails, and I just find it hilarious. Bigger I wonder laughs, if yeah. it's I, it might be a slightly controversial opinion in that I prefer season five over season I like six five so a lot, far. Yeah. But I I think I I'm with you in that the show has lost its mind by season. Yeah, six. it's going like <laughs> surreal comedy now. Like, yes. At least exactly. the, the first five seasons were like grounded in reality. The last two, they just say there's no rules anymore. No bad ideas in brainstorming. Whatever you guys yeah. want to write, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, everyone's like taking a seat or whatever. And of course, Eric is immediately lying down like he's the one going to be giving <laughs> birth. Uh, and he like makes conversation with the woman next to him. Like, he's like, where's your daddy? I mean, yeah. your tummy's daddy. And I'm just like, make it stop, make it stop, plug my ears. Everything's so bleeding. Yeah, that's, that's gross my mom. I'm her baby. <laughs> that's my mom. I'm the baby. <laughs> and then he like immediately, I love Eric, like inserting foot into mouth constantly is so good, where he's just like, Oh, yeah, I'm filling in for my dad. He ran out on my mom this morning. <laughs> that's like a genuinely morning. funny joke, too, by that character. Yeah. Which usually is it's like just being an idiot, but that was actually funny. How does this woman see what is going on with Eric and Amy and still want Eric like anywhere near her for this he class? Like, wobble for Sarah. He Amy was be so nauseous. And he comes back the next week, too. <laughs> yeah, he gets another invite. And- <laughs> <laughs> like, he's I- like, oh, look at you go. And she's just like teeter tottering. Yeah, after that, he gets the invite. Is she's like, we will stay with me. <laughs> is that nothing? I don't think if you're pregnant, I can't imagine any sudden movements are fun. <laughs> Yeah. Just I don't just, know. I, I wonder, are Navy wives that desperate? That poor woman. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> Eric's the only guy one. available. She has to just <laughs> yeah. ask him to to come with her. Yeah. Oh. So finally, Alan shows up, and he he's all late, and he he tells Eric like, you know what? Get out of my way. Like I'm here now. <laughs> and so then Eric is gonna again asks this woman asks him after he sees she sees Eric Weeble Wobble Amy to be her partner. Um, and I do love, I don't know what it was, but the moment where, uh, where Eric and Alan have like a little like slap, yeah. fight, <laughs> yeah. me. I don't know why yeah. it was fun. So They're yeah. so fun. They have a cute relationship. Yeah. That was cute. But their like awkward double high five about the motorcycle was like weird. Very, uh, maybe uncomfortable. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I hate this. I hate this. So they were too the close reason... to be high fiving. Cause they were like inches apart and they like kind of missed a little mm. bit. Yeah. It was bad. Uh, the reason Alan is late is because he was shopping for a motorcycle. And if I'm Amy, I, I fall on, I mean, I don't know what I would be like. I've never been pregnant. I don't know what I would be like as a pregnant human. I can only (laughs) imagine like filled with rage probably. And so to find out that you were motorcycle shopping when I am like literally however many months pregnant with your child, I would lose my mind. Getting weeble wobbled because (laughs) Eric has to be there. Like, yeah. Yeah. As a. as soon as the, Alan mentions the motorcycle, like it, I remembered it immediately. I was like, oh, this is the one where he's going to go through a midlife crisis in this episode yes. or whatever. Like it all came back to me. And it's such a staple. Like the motorcycle is just like the symbol of like middle aged guy that, yes. that wants to be young again. I, I, that or a sports car that's a convertible. Right. For sure. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like are motorcycles still cool? Would they do this in like a modern? Motorcycles episode? are dangerous. They, PSA. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're like exposed. You're you're making yourself smaller on a road, and also you're like not covered by anything, and so right. you're probably gonna die. And like I hate to say it, and to ruin everyone's fun. I, but it's I would never. Ne- <laughs> yeah, I would never motorcycle. Yeah, I, would, like, I would never even want to go. On, I've never been on one. I don't want to go ride on I somebody's. Barely like driving a car, let alone a motorcycle. <laughs> 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 like I know people think they're cool and all, but like also yeah. I have a question for people who ride motorcycles. When you are we- wearing like all leather on a hot sunny day Oof. and you're sitting on a motorcycle like Ooh. are you just not like completely wet underneath yeah, or what clothes? about when it rains too like both things are yeah. also how do you do, can you listen to music like what's the deal with that that's the big yeah, it's one, all yeah. all bad things yeah nothing Sound good about this people just stay away orders. from the motorcycles yeah um but alan is super excited he wants uh he wants to get he wants to get a motorcycle he's going through a midlife crisis situation here uh not pretty sarah not not great stuff from well, from alan i mean the only the the only thing that i'm thinking about is they literally saw jonathan turner nearly yeah. die from a yeah. motorcycle oh, accident yeah. and he's talking about a motorcycle yeah. and it's like if i knew anybody like i'm already deathly afraid of motorcycles but if i knew somebody that close to me that almost died from a motorcycle accident like i would not be shopping for a motorcycle the yellow corvette maybe maybe yeah. i'll do mm-hmm. the yellow corvette not a motorcycle yeah. right especially since mr turner literally disappeared after the after the accident yeah. exactly. he presumably yeah. lived but was never seen again yeah. never seen again <laughs> yeah he's too we don't... disfiggered not exactly not he's unrecognizable <laughs> they keep him in the house now they let him out. <laughs> uh and so meanwhile we have Corey and Topanga getting a cease and desist uh restraining order on their relationship they are for Forbidden to interfere with and separation, uh, interfere with the separation of or encourage accidental rendezvous between Sean and Angela. <laughs> uh, and I just love, I love when they're like, in addition, the aforementioned parties. And Corey is so aghast at oh, aforementioned <laughs> parties. <laughs> who, who wrote up this uh, contract? I'm just curious. Like, who is the, you know, litigator in uh, training? Like, I'm Angela? Really- I feel like Angela it can be, be a lawyer. Yeah, it has to be Angela. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm much more like Jess where I would not need the restraining order. As a matter of fact, you could come up to me and be like hinting like, oh, man, something really bad happened to me over the weekend. And I'll just be like, oh, yeah, that sounds like your thing. That's terrible. If you want to say more, go ahead. But I'm no further question. No further no, questions. I, think, I don't think that I'm I think I'm very hands off when it comes to people, other people's relationships. Right. Yeah. Like I could see mm. like if you had a regular issue. I'm all ears. But the moment you're like, oh my God, like my boyfriend just did blah, 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 blah. I'll be like, wow, that sucks. But I'm not going to be like, your boyfriend is a complete dick and you should break yeah. up with him. Because well, that yeah. never turns out well for the friend. Right. Like, just your business. Yeah. I'm not going to ignore anyone. If you need to come in with help, I, I will help you through something, but I'm not going to try to pry it out of you. Like that's that's, that's fair. That's... I won't either because if you're not going to tell me, I'm not going to put in the effort to try yeah. to get it out of yeah. you. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's wrong. Man. That's your problem. <laughs> yeah. Be a better communicator. What about you, Brendan? Would you have to get a cease and desist on you? No, I am also of the don't care camp. Nobody cares about anybody. Yeah, Sarah is of the I must help. I, I like I, to hear about it. My thing is I like to hear about it from others. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like I want the second, like the third party information just so you I can want the get gossip. all the gossip. Don't... Yeah, he yeah. wants the hot gossip. You just Brendan, want to be on the front line. I don't want to be involved. Did we ask you this last time you were on? Did we probably. ask you? This? Yeah, we, this... we probably did. I just need to know. I feel like air signs love the goss. We do. So, Brendan, what sign are you? Oh, what sign? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. I'm born in uh, July 31st. Does that help? 
yeah oh it does it does help oh my god you're just like being so creepy right now the i look, am i'm so look sorry. that jessica did when she's preying on another leo is disgusting <laughs> it's not my fault it leos are scary the and wow. dangerous wow all right oh yeah, yeah yeah i did do that i did know that so yeah. i don't know I don't know. I've, I've never gotten into all that stuff. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Witchcraft. Yeah, it's, it is witchcraft. <laughs> it is witchcraft. Um, is, is that, am I spot on? For Is that like Leo talk? Am I being a Leo? I don't know I don't you know. well enough to, to honestly say. Um, I I mean, I, it would really depend on the rest of your chart. You don't give me like Leo vibes immediately. But I think that like wanting to know the hot goss, 100%. Okay. Leo, mm -hmm. yeah, give, me a, give me like something to fill out and I can give it to you and you can see if I hit all the right There marks. we go. So oh, this yeah. is our okay. after pod homework. We could, we could definitely do <laughs> that do for you. Yes. Yeah. If um, you ever want to sort gossip girl characters into astrological signs, we will be there. Oh, oh yeah. We're your people. <laughs> yeah. That could be a nice off-season pod. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah. So, so right. So, Topanga is immediately on board with this. She's just like, no further questions. Like, I will not be meddling. Corey won't either. Right, Corey? She's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, because okay. he's, of course, the one to worry about. Yeah, Corey yeah. is the meddler. He, I mean, I think that Topanga genuinely, like, if you tell Topanga to leave it alone, I think that she will. She's reasonable for yeah. that. Corey right. has no chill. He has no ability. He <laughs> has to be right there. And his excuse is, I want them to be as happy as you and I, Topanga. That's what I want for all uh. of my friends. It's too much. Like the the relationships in this show are so out of whack. Where like every like Topanga and Corey are held to this high high standard that is so unreasonable for most people, especially when you were in college. Like that now now is the time. Like now is the time, baby. Like get go get it on. done. Yeah, that's you true. Know? Yeah. Don't, don't you don't have to you know lock yourself down in college. You know right. just go. Shop around. Do whatever you want. Shop around. Shop around. Uh, shop around they will. Angela and Sean both have dates for the night. Yeah. Uh, and this is when we get the, like I said, the, the line that I rem I specifically remember from the commercials. I'm, uh, I'm back. I'm excited. And I'm ready to rock and roll. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Very so great. Cool. <laughs> uh and so they're gonna go on a date and he's just like yeah i don't i don't know i don't know where i'm going and i don't really care like we're going yeah. on a date sounds fun so I've, I've never been on a like legitimate date before because i i also met my like long-term girlfriend young like 19 you're sweetie you're my your sweetie college pie, sweetie gr girlfriend <laughs> of the pod girlfriend um, of the so, so like we were friends before we were dating so yeah. i never went on like a date with someone i didn't know before this is I fascinating i like yeah yeah, I've only been on a few dates in my life because like I'm a more of like a relationship person. And so like usually after like the first date, it's either going to be a yes or a no. And if it's a no, like never mm -hmm. need to see you again type of situation. Right. But I don't know. Sarah, have you been on a lot? I mean, I don't know. You've been on like you would probably do like a first date, right? And then after the first date, you're like, oh, okay, now we're like dating. Hmm. Well, five billion years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I I got around on the stop and shop streets, like I like I said. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like my first <laughs> that job, sentence. Yeah, my first stop job was at the stop and shop, and there I think like every day was a date at the stop and shop because there was a <laughs> lot of boys, and you know, oh, a lot of boys. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> a lot of stock strong boys. arms. Sometimes, up those cans sometimes of corn. we upgraded to a um like a, a produce boy. Like no, but 
What's but- the highest level of like a stop and shop employee that's not a manager? Oh, we should get my brother on the pod. He'd know all service. about that. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, oh, I, I, I think that I think working in the deli is the place you want to be. Oh, according, oh, according yeah. to oh, my brother. Like meats yeah. and yeah. cheese, baby. <laughs> yeah, the deli boys were very elusive. The deli boys. You can't get the deli. They know just how to slice it. Yeah, I could see that. Right. I I don't do I don't do dates. I. I, going on a first date feels too much like uh, an audition to me, and I don't do auditions. Mm. I'm offer only, so. Yeah, so I like that. So it's either Very so good. you just wait for someone to be like, "Will yeah. you date me?" Yeah, like, that's right. Can we be in a relationship? <laughs> waiting that's waiting around, and I'm still waiting, but it'll. So the success rate isn't necessarily high on this. Yeah. Well, in my in my like small experience, it's always just been easier to meet like to be friends with someone first and see yeah. if like you have a vibe. See, fellow Leo, I am right there with you. That is yeah. the only way I date. We are yeah. friends first, and if because I I need to know that I can get along with you and I can trust. Yeah. You right. If you're a friend, I want to fuck. Then we can do that. There you go. Exactly. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that um, I, I mean, like, I wish that I experienced like a blind date at least once. Let I me tell think, you, they're. I don't think you do. The, like, I feel like, yeah, it would never be worth it. Like, no, like I've. I've that's never a night you'll a, never get back. Yeah, I've never been on a blind date, but I've pretty much done that in terms of like I, I dated off of apps. Like, I went mm-hmm. on a few like mm-hmm. app dates. And Ooh, it wasn't yeah. like anything like nothing like this Sean date where Sean is just like full on laying on the table. <laughs> is he in um, a depression? I would leave. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I would hold the whole like, date. I have to go to the bathroom and then just that's it. I'm gone. But he yeah. has such a good reputation that she stays. Yeah. Right. He's the king. Terrible. He's the king. He's the king. Yeah. So what what's going on with Shawnee boy over here? Like we're on the date. Kelly is this tall, beautiful blonde, but he does not care because he is full on the table, on the table. So, um, and I think like Corey is just trying to do a lot of work to just make this night go smoothly. Yeah. I love when they have their little aside and Corey's like loudly whispering as if the girls cannot hear them. It's a small table. <laughs> very sitcom. Yeah. I'm, I'm blue. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're the life of the party. Everybody's thrilled to be really? with you. <laughs> and uh, then Kelly yeah. asks, is it me? It can't be me. I'm adorable. Yeah, she's right? confident too. Yeah, she's very confident. <laughs> maybe she's a leo like honestly maybe. like i could be like if i was on a date with someone who was acting like this my first thought would not be it's me my first thought would be like right. what is wrong with him <laughs> well yeah, yeah that would also that would be also what i was thinking yeah <laughs> like it would be like i don't think i could like i don't think upon first meeting anything i'm doing would elicit this response <laughs> in any human being you know or i would know that like it's something i'm clearly doing wrong and i'm like fuck like I, I, i'm really screwing this up yeah, but if I'm doing it really well, I would know I'm, I'm very self-aware. No, I know I'm killing it, or if I'm screwing it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're like, oh, tell me about the time that your grandfather died, right? Like, unless you say something like <laughs> that, I can't line. imagine. Fun first date topic. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the worst first. This is why Jessica doesn't get the second date. It's I'm married now, like, so my grandpa's alive. Whatever so, I any, did, it worked. Any close family member deaths you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> right Recent traumas that you suffered. Tell me about that out of the way first before what the appetizers. The- 
what if like what if you went on a date and you had like cue cards and one of the cue cards is like tell me about the last time you cried like like, uh, also if you have cue cards up in front of you like you're just like nervously sweating with the cue cards Uh, uh, uh." or if you're just weirdly very confident with them in front of you too yeah uh and so Corey is trying to pump him up he's trying to be like you you're good at this you've got this you were the king uh and so then he's like would it make you feel any better if i told you that angela is in the same place as you are and he's like oh maybe a little bit and he's like no literally like angela is here (laughs) this is terrible (laughs) what are the odds what are the odds of all the restaurants in philadelphia what are the like philadelphia they were bound to run into each other this must be like (laughs) the college version of chubby's right yeah the hot Uh, yeah Yeah, especially since it's karaoke night yes tis karaoke night what kind of restaurant is this it looks like a mexican restaurant that's what i thought but with karaoke yeah I've never <laughs> why can't they have karaoke i don't know it just yeah, yeah that's like, an interesting combo such a niche place you get a nacho you sing some songs you get <laughs> that's, the, that's their yeah. slogan right. <laughs> they, say it, they say it on all the commercials there's a lot of cheesy microphones though i don't know <laughs> Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details uh and so so yeah so then um then we uh we get uh them seeing angela with ron her date ron and we get this super awkward interaction where ron and angela are getting introduced to sean and kelly this is kelly my date topanga and Corey, and kelly my date it's too much sean it's too much yeah three separate times he introduces his date kelly mm-hmm. yeah. that's what kelly's and, been waiting for i love when he snaps into attention and yes. like his go-to line is how oh, i says feeny if the sun never sets on the british empire when do they laughing by sean and Corey. And everyone's down to laugh yeah, he really turns it around in like a second. I was yeah. very impressed, but yeah, this is to, the case. I might have to use this line yeah. if it kills this. Oh, you <laughs> I think this is going to be a real winner. Yeah, yeah, um, not dated at all. <laughs> when did they watch Letterman? Um, and then yeah, we get the introduction. I think like Ron handles this whole thing really beautifully. Yeah. yeah peak maturity out of out of ron here and he, oh yeah he is and in again. his mid-30s so of course he, he's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ron seems like a great guy enjoy yourselves have a great night this is kelly my date um and, and do we think that he knows anything about this because sean says like this could be awkward but like do you think he's queued up to know like who this is even he might be like what are you talking about dude <laughs> i feel like angela doesn't tell him before they all meet but like yeah. immediately after she's like okay yeah. heads That's- up like yeah. that's yeah. my ex. Yeah, yeah. Because Angela doesn't seem like somebody who's like actively talking about her exes on a on a date, especially not her first date with someone. But like, I think she would be mature enough to be like, "By the way, this is what's For happening." Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. unless Ron is like Angela's friend from class and knows uh-huh. about. Oh, you already know Sean. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. Okay. Yeah. I or teacher, Angela's professor. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that. Professor Ron. <laughs> No. <laughs> um so yeah and then sean goes back to the table after his like 
beautiful performance and starts like sulking again, like head down on the table. Um, poor Shawnee. Hate, hate, hate seeing him so down. Poor Shawnee. <laughs> I know. It's really sad seeing Sean so worked up about this. But also, he was like, he broke up with Angela pretty much at first. And then he was totally cool, like playing poker with like Poker Dan or whatever is Gambling Dan. Oh, fuck Gambling Dan. <laughs> gambling Dan sucks. <laughs> and Goldsberg. Like from the Mighty Ducks. So oh yeah, like, Goldberg from Mighty Ducks, Pigeon Man. Yeah, so yeah. it's like he was like had his time where he was having a grand old time, and Angela was upset. So now it's his turn. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it makes sense. He, he 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 made his bed. He has to lie in it. Still, True. still don't love seeing him so down though. I guess guess he didn't know it would hit so hard until uh, Angela mentioned having another date. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Meanwhile, though, you know who's not having a bad time? Eric, who is learning all about the uterus. Um, getting into it. He's getting I, into it. Now. I love whenever Eric, I don't know, something about a passionate Eric makes me so happy. <laughs> like when he yeah. loves the weather stuff or yes. when he loves to learn about this stuff. Uh, like yeah. he just starts spouting out facts about the uterus has accordion like folds. It can expand. <laughs> I don't believe this. It can expand. To accommodate a baby up to 20 pounds. That's a yeah. fucking There's big no fucking baby. way. No one is bir naturally birthing a 20 pound child. Yeah, I'm when, sorry. You, when you hear about an eight pound baby, you're like, well, that's a big baby. Yeah, like <laughs> literally exactly there are bowling balls that aren't <laughs> as big as that baby. Yeah. Like, like, are you kidding? Like a 20 pound baby? Like they're taking that baby by C section. Yeah. There's literally no that's way that be, it's coming out of your Hopefully they have a wide set vagina. Yeah, hopefully. the biggest baby. <laughs> Hope. You gotta hope. I'm always hoping for that. <laughs> the biggest, according to the Guinness World Record, what? the biggest <laughs> baby ever born was a boy weighing 22 pounds and eight ounces. Wow. Uh, born in Italy. Uh, was he gestating in there for like 11 months? That's right. fucking insane. I, I don't know. Back in 2019, um, a woman gave birth to a daughter with a baby that was 15 pounds. That's wow. not as impressive as 22. Okay. That's Joy. Yeah. Joy. Yeah, like, relax. Yeah. You know what? Why is this even? <laughs> yeah, why? Who's even writing about this? <laughs> yeah. Why write about a 15 pound baby when there's a 22 pound baby? Okay. <laughs> yeah. right it's just gross. And, but Eric is fascinated. He's like, Oh, women are so lucky. Meanwhile, poor, <laughs> poor Jack and, and Rachel are trying to eat and like cereal too. Like of all things, they're trying to eat cereal. <laughs> Uh, and then he starts talking about breaking her water, which is a mucus plug. Mm. And they're both like, I am done. I am done eating. This is gross. Uh, no. Yeah. Have you ever, did you know that? I knew a bit about the mucus plug being a thing. I don't know anything. So this show is not, nothing, if not, uh, if not educational. Why do we have to talk about mucus plug right now? Because the show in, did. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a real episode. thing. We, have to talk about it. we are legally obligated to talk we about it. got to cover the yeah. mucus plug. It's not Hot Meats World folks. would cover it. They wouldn't skip over this. <laughs> detail about her own birds that she yeah. had and you're all right about mucus yeah plug. we're trash um just heads up it's not water plug, then like the tearing and all that stuff so uh, yeah yeah watch out for that yeah i've heard things it's gross too uh and so yeah and so he like eric is fascinated by all of this and in comes alan uh, and he's just like, oh, by the way, I'm here. I need you to look at something. And Eric's like, oh my gosh, is it baby stuff? Is it cribs, diapers, <laughs> and all that fun stuff? And no, Alan's just like, oh no, it's a motorcycle. 
No more motorcycles. What are you doing, bud? What are you doing? Read the room. No one cares about your motorcycle. Has anybody's dad, um, as you've witnessed, experienced a midlife crisis? I haven't seen it. Um, Um, I think my dad is in the middle of one. Oh, what's going on, Jess? Well, here's the thing. So just to give context, my father is the youngest in his family of five. And my mom or my dad is the youngest of five. My mom is the youngest of six. So they are at the point in their lives where all of their siblings are now grandparents, right? Because they're uh, naturally their kids are older and have had kids. Whereas in our family, neither my brother or I have children. Um, And so I think he is at the point where he is just like feeling old and he's all like sad about it. And the way he deals with it is by pressuring me to have children because he's like, I'm going to be so old by the time that I'm a grandparent. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a you problem and not necessarily a me problem. Right. Yeah. So that is how I feel like he takes out his, um, his, uh, what is it? Uh, midlife crisis situation is I think he just feels like he's going to die any second. Um, right. And his so- Middle East crisis. <laughs> Yeah, my, my, my dad's going through like an end of life crisis. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> what, is what is he buying coffins? What do you mean? <laughs> Picking out urns. Figuring out urns. <laughs> this will be good for my ashes, huh, Brendan? Uh, I actually yeah. <laughs> Come on, come on, shopping with me today, Brendan. <laughs> oh, no. I was just wondering if there's like anybody was going skydiving. Like that's no, what no. I was asking about. No, 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 no. He's picked out some good urns, but uh, he's actually. It's funny because he has been um, doing some dirt biking recently. He's going. <laughs> oh my god! He, he was a former motorcyclist himself and would do like races up and down the East Coast before we were all born. And my mom made him stop once she had her first kid. Um, Fair. But now, as an old man. Uh, he signed up to do like a northeast dirt bike tour. Oh wow, that's so oh cool! I guess it's cool. I mean, I've never—I didn't, I didn't know this about old Donnie. Donnie's Donnie's pretty cool. I, Donnie I, has I like never... a perfect name for someone who's gonna ride a dirt bike. Donnie. <laughs> Donnie on the dirt bike. <laughs> Donnie dirt I, don't, bike. I don't think he knows I call him Donnie. So <laughs> keep that between us. Donnie dirt mom... bike now it rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, I call my mom Robbie. Her name is Robin. I'm like, hey, Robbie. That's cute. Oh. Yeah. See, we're one of the same. Call my mom, mom. Uh, this is this might be a touchy question, but yeah. do you guys call your dad's daddy still? No, no, I would never, <laughs> never, because it's fucking gross. And Thank I, okay. I don't care if I'm shaming anybody out there. Shame yeah. on okay. you if you're older than you five, okay, calling good. your father's daddy. <laughs> okay. it's fucking gross. Sarah's been silent so far. Uh, no, my dad passed away like a while okay. ago. Yeah, okay, he sure. um already had his end of life crisis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> terrible, terrible um it's okay we're thriving over here but if i had to um if i if my dad was still around i if it would get me a hundred bucks i would call him daddy yeah like you gotta like, oh, he's giving you a hundred bucks i don't know i don't know this sounds like some sick dark web shit what, yeah Pay, what craigslist i will give you a hundred i don't know what's like being an adult having a dad leave me alone people yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah and so this whole thing is not great where like uh eric even says i if Eric is the mature one in the conversation, we've got problems. He's like, I'm trying to bring new life into the world and you're picking out a hog. Wasn't good parenting, I guess. You, you, you raised a, a decent one. Yeah, yeah. That's and he, true. We find out Alan is 43 in this moment, which that again, right. doesn't so feel... It, that feels very young, right? Right, to have yeah. three children so young. To be... Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. 
He looks yeah. maybe a little bit older than 43. I don't know if he yeah. is or not. Probably. I think he's still looking good. It's also know. the 90s. I think sure. three year olds nowadays look very good. Daddy Allen is killing it. Do you remember those sweatpants he used to rock, Sarah? Like, those were mm. the good old days. Oh, the jeans. Is the I'd, tight I'd, jeans. I'd, I'd call Allen Daddy for $100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd pay him $100. You'd call him Daddy Allen, usually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, and, uh, and so he's just like, oh, I'm not going through anything. And Jack and Rachel are trying to say like, oh no, our dads went through the same thing. Jack's dad smashed up a Ferrari apparently. Um, and Rachel's dad got hair transplants and tried to try out for the real world. That's funny. (laughs) All the things. (laughs) Love real worlds. There, Mm -hmm. I mean, there was never, it's not big brother. There was never like a random old guy, you know? Right. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. If they ever have just like the mid forties person in the real world (laughs) house. Now the oldest person on Big Brother is like 30. And like, oh, that's yeah. the most depressing thing. If, if, you're, if, you're 30, if you're 33 in the Big Brother house, you are ancient. Oh, when you are watching like reality TV and everyone that is on it is now younger than you. That's when yeah. you're like feeling your age. You're yeah. like, in Big Brother years, we're already having our end of life crisis. crisis <laughs> <years>. <laughs> what's, what's the average age of a uh, Big Brother contestant? Oh, it feels 20 like something. 22. But like, yeah, yeah, like prob- 25 maybe. It's probably like, yeah, mid-20s is probably Very like young. average age. Oh, okay. There's only ever like one quote unquote old person. Person. and that yeah, and old that person, person is, is like, like 35 yeah it's like pushing sure. 40 or yeah. if there's like a 40 year old they're like the super old and they so dress depressing. them in super old like they always yeah. make it very yeah. obvious that they're old they're like oh no you have to keep your right. gray hair it's you like have this to is keep the, your gross beard this like, is the old yeah. person and you're either gonna vote them out first or they're gonna get like dragged along to the end and have yeah. no actual chance of winning oh yeah. gosh um, it's so depressing because like back in the day it was like of course like your dream to go on and now it's like nope i like the only way like and even sorry this is like not a survivor or big brother podcast this is not our half like get out of here Br- brendan the one person that I doesn't watch these is- shows is the one that brought up. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying like you know my archetype now would have to be the mother and i'm i've never been to lama's class so that's yeah. what i'm saying it's oh, annoying that is, that's depressing. is that helpful for you sarah mm. no <laughs> No. That sound reminds me of the Rugrats movie. Oh, <laughs> yes. She's pushing out Dill. Yes. Okay, well, so Dill Pickle. Quickie, quickie. William Russ was 49 um, in the airing. I got to say, he Ooh. still looks good, though. Like, yeah, he's sure. still looking good. Can I tell you that, what didn't he used to be on Dukes of Hazard? No or is that clue. somebody else? No clue. Okay. Never, maybe it's not him. Could be I, anyone. Um, Anyway, so he's pretending to be on this hog. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric is just like, pull the bike over. Pull it over. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a maniac. Yeah. yeah. If I was Eric, I'd also be blocking his number at this point. I'm like, I, I'm not dealing with <laughs> no. this right now. Yeah, they're try- They're all trying to, like, calm him down. Like, listen, it's all natural. And he's like, you know what, Dad? It's He's right. Uh, with every day, you- every breath you take, you're one step closer to death. You keep thinking to yourself, I haven't lived. (laughs) (laughs) Eric is the worst at this. Uh, And he says, you don't need a motorcycle to make you feel younger. You're going to have a baby. What could make you feel younger than that? Uh, And they're like, oh, it's going to be 18 years of this, you know, 18 years of running around, chasing after a baby. You don't have time for a motorcycle. Uh, They're going to be counting on you. And then if Eric has to tell you to grow up, bad sign very bad sign (laughs) bad sign yeah not great i do like eric in this episode like i feel like last episode in this episode we have like a like a like a resurgence of old eric and it's really nice yeah um because he's like dumb but fun dumb like in season Mm -hmm. five like like 
Honestly, the adult man who is inexplicably dumber than a toddler can be very hit or miss with me on these shows, and I usually don't enjoy it, but there's something so, like, endearing about Eric. And then he does have these moments where he is able, like, at the end of the episode here, you, where you see he is actually capable and can give a pep talk to someone, and he's not just, like, a dumb character, where yeah. Eric's one of my favorite characters in the show, so it definitely... Yeah not the case with him that I hate his character. So it very uh, telling that the writers of Boy Meets World were able to make Eric a, an endearing character instead of just the one note, like this guy's an idiot. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so, uh, and, and we get like from, we get finally what's really going on with Alan where he's just like, I don't know that I could do this again. Like I'm old and I, you know, I, I've done this, you know, three times. And I love Jack saying you did a good job <laughs> two times before. <laughs> I, I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says I'm different. I'm older now. Um, and uh, and yeah, like it was. It was always like Alan talks about how like oh I taught you to play baseball and I did all of this stuff. And Eric is just like no, but you were like there for me. Like it, I didn't care about the baseball. It was that you were around. You were there yep. for me. Just like such a good point. I I love Eric in this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was very sweet. The saying like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, but any coach could teach me how to swing the bat, but it's more for when I'm coming back to the dugout at a strikeout is when I need you most. Very sweet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. Um, meanwhile, back at the restaurant, Sean cannot stop staring at Angela. <laughs> <laughs> Angela's just trying to have a date, Sean. <laughs> uh, and they're going to start doing the karaoke contest here. So. First up is Angela and Ron, uh, and uh, they're singing a little little cutesy song. I they're got you, babe, by Sunny and Cher. Oh, no, that's uh, that's what uh, Sean and Sean sings, right? Yeah, Sean I and Kelly you, sing "I yeah. Got You, Babe." Angela and Ron sing the "It's in His Kiss" song. Yes, oh, yes, you're yes, right. Yes. You're right. I'm no, sorry. And he loves you so. Yeah, that one. I mean, Brendan Thank said you. it, but good for Ron, who does not did not seem to me like the type of guy who would enjoy karaoke. He seems like a very serious man, but <laughs> Brendan said it. He sounds great. Like, yeah. Th they were having chemistry up there, a nice duet in front it's of people. It's only like they practiced. They did a great yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. Ron's killing it. I, I'm so I, impressed. Angela's, I feel like Angela's karaoke. Too, but. Karaoke on a first date is yeah. like very bold. Yeah, very bold. Bold yeah. first date maneuver. I, you know, good for Ron. He's the real deal. That stage presence. I think he has a future Love in this. Him. Yeah. His okay. So this song is actually called the Shoop Shoop song. Okay. In, in parentheses, Naturally. it's in his kiss. And then oh. uh, Betty Everett is one of the notable people to have sung this song. But interestingly enough, Cher also sang this song. Oh, Cher and Aretha Franklin. Oh, and and Ron's not one, one of the notable people to have sung no, this song? No, you know what? Ron <laughs> didn't make Notable covers, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Ron didn't make the Spotify. There's no Wikipedia page for the Ron cover of, of the Shoot Shoot song. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like you said, they have great chemistry. Um, they're They're very cute. Uh, and uh, Corey is just like ready to go, and Topanga's just like, Are you sure this is the song you want to do? And Corey's <laughs> like, We need something dramatic. Um, and yeah, it's and genius. so this is genius. Yeah, remembered nothing else from this episode. Like, this scene will always stick with me as one of the funniest things I've seen on a sitcom. Like, again, it was enough to make me want to come on for this specific specific <laughs> episode just so I could watch this scene. And it, Corey's logic is snap. If we want to win this, we need to do something <laughs> dramatic. And Topanga's like trying to talk him out of it, but at the end of the day, love that she just also goes with it, and it's so perfect, just uh, Corey really going for it, and then Topanga just like her it's monotone. Like speaking the words, yeah. Good. 
Oh, look, perfect timing for them to place this in the middle of the two uh, feuding couples also. To, to <laughs> yeah. Place it right in the middle. Yeah, yeah genius. Once again, because they're in the middle of Sean and oh, yes. um, Angela. So it's 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 so yeah. good. Um, So, yeah, what this it's just remarkable like i love the deadpan of topanga like of course like Corey putting his whole entire body into like, it we have to win remarkable like, come on it's a beautiful song i love that he's just like, a it's stand a for song. war yeah. what is it good for he's, he's like it's a beautiful song we yeah and all topanga topanga is just like absolutely nothing I'll say, say it, it again, again. good it god again. y'all <laughs> I, I enjoyed watching this last night just as much, if not more so than when I would watch it years ago on the DVDs, just like rewinding this scene. Over I did that again. too. I rewinded it so many times. Yeah. So uh yeah, Edwin Starr is the singer of this song called War. Um, huh. Good God. Like honestly, whenever <laughs> I hear really I, I, I don't hear this song often, but when I do, you best believe that I sing it just like Corey does. This you was, have yeah. to. I mean, Boy Meets World was definitely the first time I'd ever heard this song. And so when I hear this song, I do immediately think of Boy Meets World. And Ben Savage should have gotten an Emmy for this scene. Just alone. <laughs> yes. just, yeah. Yeah. He, again, just contorting his body into these weird <laughs> dance moves and just screaming. Like yeah. imagine getting this script and being like, all right, let's, I let's got it. do it. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, so then we cut to Sean and Kelly singing I've Got You, Babe. Another duet classic. Another classic. It's no Don't Go Breaking My Heart, but. Wait, what? Oh, it's no, I thought you yeah, were saying, no, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, Go Breaking My Heart is my heart the top really... staple. Yes, and whenever I hear uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, I mm -hmm. immediately think of The Little Rascals because they mm -hmm. sing oh. that in that movie. Yeah, there are certain songs that like I reference movies or TV shows from if it's like if I've watched it enough times. Um, you know what I think of? What the uh, the amazing movie with Anne Hathaway, Ella Enchanted. Oh my god, I love that movie. Yeah. I used to. I'm sure she it's sings trash it. Now. She sings Don't Go Break My Heart in there. No. I think it's a I think it's they remarkable. sing Queen. That's the one I think of when I think of that. They sing movie. a lot of songs in Ella Enchanted. Yeah. Um, um but yeah. no, I thought this was kind of cute, but you can see Sean getting more and more uncomfortable mm -hmm. yeah. as it goes on, especially watching Angela watching him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? So Writer Strong also sounds great in this song. Everyone, everyone can yeah, sing. Pretty like, good. Pretty, pretty talented amazing. cast they have. You know what I learned from uh, the hit podcast Pod Meets World? Can't um, <laughs> <laughs> five stars on iTunes. Um, uh, so Writer Strong went out for uh, Newsies, mm -hmm. the uh, the the Broadway. Ooh. What, I don't think it was. I think it was the actual movie because the Broadway play is based off of the right. movie. So I think he said that he went out for newsies. If you go out for newsies, you have to be talented in dance, acting, and singing. True. Oh, wow. so, He's got it all. Let's see some Rider Strong dance moves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. I mean, like with a name like Rider Strong, like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Come but on. did you know also what I learned from the podcast? His brother Sarah. is named. Sorry. Shiloh. It's our new segment. What I learned from podcast. Yeah. What, what I learned yeah. from the better version of our podcast. <laughs> uh, Shiloh is his older brother. Yeah. who's also Shiloh an actor. Strong. Shiloh Strong. Rider Strong is so much. I mean, you got the pun right. It's right there. Yeah, Rider yeah. Strong. I hardly know her. Like, come on, <laughs> right there. Uh, oh, I, I gotta quickly now. say this too. I always, we, I always make that joke because me and Gagan always love uh, referencing "How I Your Mother." I think was the original, the flounder barely know her. I think oh, that's original. So anything that ends in er, me and girlfriend of the pot always use that joke. 
Yeah. One of the best ones ever happened yesterday. And I said the word, I was like, you know, I love mustard because it's such a good emulsifier. And then she goes, emulsifier? I barely know her. Wow. <laughs> a literal five syllable word to get to the I barely know her joke. Like, that's, that's an all time record. Who is the time, really? That's fantastic. Really, really good. That's a talent. Yeah. Yeah. That's so much. Why is she not here, so too? passionately about mustard, by the way. Yeah. I love mustard. <laughs> mustard wearing is a mustard. top tier You're condiment. wearing mustard. Yeah. Mustard's I am great. wearing mustard. Yeah. Mustard's yes. great. Glad we're calling great. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm wearing my mustard, my mustard colored shirt right now for the occasion. There you go. Sarah, did you not get the note that you were yeah. supposed to wear mustard today? Uh, the only Neither mustard us, yeah. colored shirt I have is a turtleneck. And okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you could have just said the only shirt I own is a turtleneck. <laughs> That's true. Literally all your clothing. That's pretty true. <laughs> I got like seven more turtlenecks delivered yesterday because they, they, they were on sale. <laughs> Seven God. more delivered. Who needs, who needs Who's your so turtleneck many? supplier? You gotta keep that neck warm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in July, that is something we're very concerned well, about. Well, that's why they're on sale. Right, that's why you, you get turtlenecks the cheapest in July. Yeah. <laughs> you, in the summertime, you should just wear just dickies. <laughs> wait did you see my turtleneck yesterday where it was like a roast color turtleneck but then it had like no sleeves what the fuck is the point in that <laughs> why is there a situation in which your neck is cold but your arms are hot <laughs> what the fuck i've never had it never had I don't it understand. Anyway. I've, this is why i've never understood like a, a super cropped sweatshirt yeah. like is your midriff like hot mm. and the rest of you is chilly what's going it on loose i kind of like the crop sweatshirt look i'm not confident enough to do it but i i, I, I appreciate it yeah it's, it's more like, like a gym the ones look. like when it's like barely covering the chest that it doesn't make any sense to me because right. it's yeah. just like what what is the point of this anyway moving on from that <laughs> let's talk about babies okay That's mommies and daddies everyone should have a baby <laughs> This is what I remember the most from this episode, I think. Like, mm -hmm. everybody, like, when you're, so they have, like, this fake baby, right? This, like, baby doll that you get, like, home economics class back in the day. And I remember Eric patting it on the back <laughs> and the freaking head just, like, popping off. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. I did not remember this. So when it happened, I got another good laugh at me. <laughs> I was still, again, just laughing at the fact that he was there again. Yeah, and That's how much fun. like Eric just has so much free time, I guess. That he's just down to go to these classes. Wait, is he not going to his college courses so that he can go to Lamaze class instead? He must be. I guess the parents are okay with it. Uh, they they are there. They're yeah. there, so they don't mind. Um, yeah, so the um the the girl that he's subbing in for, the army wife, yeah. uh starts to give birth. And I really loved um I really loved Alan in this moment because it proves that he is like ready to like take control of the situation mm -hmm. and he's a good dad and he's able he's to, yeah, exactly. Like he's been through it before. So he was like, okay, like you grab this, you grab this, we're on the go. Um, who yeah. I don't love in the situation is the Lamaze class teacher, <laughs> who <laughs> a fraud. Yeah, who is a fraud? I don't know. Exactly. Like for my sister. <laughs> yeah, she she only knows burping and baby, um, burping and what? What did I say? Bathing, burping, I diapers, and <laughs> there it is. And he he who who Uh, yeah, That's she's a left. scam. He Yeah, I'm with you. She sucks. Alan's great. <laughs> Alan gets yeah, everything. Alan, Alan takes over. Yeah. 
Alan's just like, all right, get the car, call the hospital. Like, here's the thing. Also, I have news for you. 90% of the time, it's not a rush. Like literally, if your water broke, you have some time. You got a little first bit of time. One too. You got, you got a while. Yeah. Usually the baby's not just going to slide on out. Like you probably got time. And I feel like a lot of times these types of birthing classes take place in a hospital. Oh, wow. Well, so this is kind of not silly. This one, apparently. Not yeah. this one. No, this one's offsite. Well, this is at like, the local but... YMCA. <laughs> this is at the library, actually. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no rules here. The teacher doesn't even have to show up. She just sends her sister. Like... <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so they're off to the hospital. Um, meanwhile, poor Sean is still dealing, dealing with a rough time. He's like, uh, it's not going to get easier. There's something wrong with me. Uh, and Corey's Aww. like, oh, you're just, you're hurting over Angela. It's going to take some time when you're ready to meet somebody new, you will. And Sean, again, really pissing me off when like you had prime opportunity to be with Angela last episode, bro, but you had to go and fuck it up. And now you're just like, I don't want to date anybody else. I don't want to meet someone <laughs> new. I want to be with Angela. It's like, well, you should have said that then. Mrs. Chance. You done goofed. These people with your terrible communication, Sarah, like we're used to terrible communication on Dawson's Creek. But like, yeah. come on. I know. I guess, like, he wasn't ready the last episode. But I don't know. Like, maybe he really did think that Angela was going to wait for him. Maybe he really thought that Angela was going, wasn't going going to date other people. And maybe he needed to see Angela with somebody else to readjust his perspective. But yeah. um, once again, that's Angela's kind of doing her own thing. And she has Ron. She's so happy with Ron. Driving with Ron. Yeah. As yeah. someone who, as, oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that Ron was a blue Power Ranger at one point. Oh, I did not know so, that. Wow. Whoa. The yeah, blue one is the best one. So impressive. lucky him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so as someone who has not seen the most recent episode before this, you know, recently, uh, I did not have the context to be like just blaming Sean for this. So I still felt for him. I always bumps me out when Sean thinks there's something wrong with him. And it is tough having in Sean's situation, Mm -hmm. having to be, you know, kind of like Corey and Topanga are great friends to Sean here, but like, it's kind of not enough because for Sean, it's tough having to be the third wheel to like the perfect couple as the show presents. And I Mm -hmm. get where he's coming from. Like Corey and Topanga, they're not doing anything wrong, but sometimes it's tough for him to just you know, sit around people who get to play their lives on easy mode while he's struggling every day here. So I was empathizing with him. And then it broke my heart when he said, uh, when he talked about how alone he was. Yeah. You empathize with him, especially because you hate hanging out with me and Nicole also. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You and Nicole get to play your lives on easy mode without <laughs> yep. a care in the world. And I'm just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they do. They are nice. They say, like, we're not normal. We're freaks. They're saying all the right things forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah. And I think the problem here is Sean, as we've talked about in the past, Sean looks up to Corey and uh, and Topanga's relationship in such an unhealthy way. Yeah. That like that his parents. Yeah. Yeah. His parents didn't have like a healthy. It was not what he looked at as the perfect love. Right. Mm -hmm. He used Corey and Topanga for that. And the problem is he's the same age as them. So he's, you know, he's just comparing himself to them of like, why can't I have what you have? Mm-hmm. Most people in their first year of college do not have what Corey and Topanga have. They're still figuring it out just like everyone else. And so even though I just, it still must be very difficult for Sean, but it's, it's hard when yeah. we literally just right, watched yeah. him like completely screw things up with Angela. He had the moment, he had the moment to tell her how he felt and he didn't. And she was like, see you later. I don't have time to mess around with you, which, rightfully so like that's what we would want right i think us as viewers would be disappointed if angela didn't say i'm moving on because i cannot wait forever for you 
Um, she's like, I need something now, and you, you're not you're not giving me what I need, and so that's it. Uh, that's it. So yeah, poor poor Sean. He's he's really going through it. He's like, I need time. I got to be alone. Uh, I am alone. It's just, it's just like huh. sad. Yeah. 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 Corey's face there. It's just like he he's, he feels terrible. And I think we get a lot of this Corey face. Thank you for showing us the face on this yeah. audio oh. podcast. <laughs> We can, we can feel it. Yeah. Can feel it. You feel that face? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I definitely felt it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, he does. He looks very sad for his friend, Sean. But on the brighter side, Miss Army Wife Lady gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Woo! 22 pounds. 22 <laughs> pounds. New record. <laughs> and, uh, and so Eric credits Alan for, like, everything. He's just like, I didn't do anything. He's like, no, you knew exactly what to do. She was in trouble. Uh, and and Eric's like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about with me, Dad. Like, I was so scared. You saw me, but you you know exactly what to do. You always know what to say to make me feel better. And it was just like, I don't know. I loved Eric in this moment because I think different people would credit him for being like, no, you were you logically were prepared. You knew like mm-hmm. the next steps in terms of like having mm-hmm. someone having a baby because you've done it before. But instead it's about the like, no, you were really great at cal- not only that part, but also calming me down, calming yeah. everybody else down. Yeah, exactly. Eric, like I said, Eric, maybe technically stupid, but like really nails the pep talk with his dad here. Yeah. 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 He I, says- I don't like uh, the, uh, the soda choice here though honestly what was was i didn't even notice what were they drinking oh root they, beer they brought a six pack of root beer i'm like is yeah, that supposed to celebrate both. babies it's a six pack of off-brand root beer the hell is this? <laughs> wow. i noticed it too because i also despise root beer root beer is yeah. one of the worst sodas it's fucking gross oh, I, it's like, I agree i, I could literally drink one like, if i needed to but yeah you like add soda and toothpaste together and that's what it tastes like, <laughs> it's like the fuck decided on this there's definitely a, like much better options here so than, than yeah. a root beer. I, I, don't I don't even why. i don't like plain cola and even that's better to me just like just straight up like coke or they've Pepsi. had haven't sure. they had coke on the show before sarah like didn't didn't we joke that they had like a sponsorship well with coke? one time they they had both Pepsi and Coke in the same shot, and Whoa. I was really thrown off. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, yeah. I mean, they probably accelerated here? the the cola wars there. That was yeah, probably- we've yeah. seen them drink cola too, for <laughs> sure. They've had yeah, cola. we've seen. I mean, like to every soda option, yeah, that you could possibly have. What about like a root beer float? No. Mm-hmm. I would just do Dr. Pepper instead. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I'm drinking yeah. a Dr. Pepper right now. Not, nice. that, not that we're yeah. not, we're not sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Not yet, anyway. But, not, oh, not please, yet. Dr. Pepper, sponsor us. We'd love you. I love a diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> 23 too. flavors. All of them great. There you go. All wonderful. <laughs> um, so, so, so we're an anti yeah. root beer podcast here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mugs root beer. Don't even think about root beer. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, and so then we have Jack being an idiot and being like, are you still going to get that Harley? Because like, I'd like to borrow it, though. Yeah. Like, I would like to. And he's like, you it, could borrow the station wagon instead. Jack's just here for buttons this episode. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have a huge role. It was okay. Yeah uh and so then this is when amy like finally is getting involved in this whole midlife crisis situation uh and she's just like uh, he she's like oh is that what the midlife crisis is about the baby and he's just like no i've always wanted the baby it's never been about me wanting the baby it's about how much the baby wants me and i could sarah remind me didn't wasn't wasn't there a whole situation where when amy tells him his first reaction was not like overly joyous and she got really upset so like Uh, i could see that kind of transferring over to this point where she remembers when yeah. she told him and he wasn't immediately elated by this news i mean who would be you like mm-hmm. unexpected 
fourth child. Yeah, yeah. like he thought they kind of thought that they were done with this. Like they're, you know, they're potentially how many years? I mean, how old is Morgan in this? I don't know, five years away. She's gone. It doesn't matter. She's she's never here anymore. Morgan's hanging out with Mr. Turner. Yeah, they're like (laughs) five years away from being empty nesters. And now they have to start over again with baby Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I feel like Joshua will grow up pretty fast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's already 22 yeah. pounds it's basically <laughs> he's already a toddler <laughs> uh yeah and so alan says he's worried that the baby's not gonna want him he's gonna be too tired to play catch or teach him how to ride a bike he's not gonna have the energy to run around and this is when eric says like it's not about you teaching me how to swing a bat it's about like you you were there for me when i struck out like you listened to me you gave me advice you helped me get through things mm-hmm. just like today you're you can't be too old to do that yeah. And it was very cute. And then they hug, oh, and it's very cute. Very sweet. Oh, I, I love and I love the baseball talk here, but I I hate so much the idea that it's a boy and they have to like, oh, he's gonna have, he's gonna want to play catch, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I guess. Are, are we in the nineties still here? Yeah, we're in early. Oh, we are. Are we? In, we're not on the odds yet. We're Sorry, in nineteen nineties. No. The, the, yeah, the series ends in two thousand, so I feel like only the yeah later episodes, like the last ten or whatever, will be in two thousand. Everything else right. is in the nineties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My point being that even if it is a straight little boy, he might fucking hate baseball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't see this kid's going to have a catch with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we've had this before where Alan has gotten upset because, like, oh, the boys don't want to play with me anymore. And Morgan is just like, right. hello, I yeah. exist. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not the first time this has happened uh, where, like, Alan is very much like, oh, I'm going to have a little boy and we're going to do boy things. Yeah. Masculine. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. He's no, not still. great, but it's it's always <laughs> the way it is. Um, and so yeah, so he gives him a hug. It's very cute. They do a toast to new babies everywhere. Uh, and then Eric adds to end the older and ones. the older ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so then they're we're back at like the student lounge area love the lounge yeah they're talking about having kids and gosh is it eric that's like i want to have at least five oh, kids yeah. yes. M- much like your grandparents apparently eric and rachel both want at least five kids the which... fucking yeah. audacity to say you want five kids which to me that seems like way too many kids like oh, yeah. I, I love kids but five that's is four a lot. too many yeah. that's the privilege of the 90s though like that can never no one would ever have five kids in 2022 that's i don't know insane. how you pay for literally anything. i mean the super christians are probably still having eight mm, or that's nine true. kids yes the people um, that don't use birth control probably yeah are. yeah yeah i, I mean think, i i think two is a great amount maybe Maybe three. three if you're the thing wealth, with three, three is you're outnumbered, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> they can rise against. They can they rise against <laughs> you. Well, I think. I think if you have a third kid, you should find a third for your relationship just to keep things. I even. think so. Oh, throuple. Always with three have kids. a third. Exactly. Handy. Yeah, a throuple with three kids. That's the wow. new nuclear family, baby. Oh my Ooh, god, genius. genius. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is with like the three to see a pilot kids. of that. <laughs> yes, because the problem is with the three kids, you need a different car. Like you can't just get a normal sedan because you can't mm-hmm, fit them all in there. Sure. You need to get a different car. But if you had a throuple you just get like one of those big passenger vans yeah. like yeah. you're like partridge family or something it literally sounds like my hell the modern day partridge family <laughs> oh yeah that's all. the name of the it's the name of the show the modern day partridge family <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't even deal with like i mean I, it seems like a, a terrible idea to have three children and also trying to balance like a throuple relationship but like if that's your thing <laughs> but that's the yeah. beauty of this new show that we're creating <laughs> <laughs> all the disputes are settled by 3v3 basketball games too oh yeah perfect <laughs> i love this yeah uh and so yeah and then so right so it's it's rachel and eric want three or five uh who is it is it jack that says i want one maybe two 
Yeah. 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 But then okay. changes his mind very quickly when Rachel says she wants five. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah me too. Yes, actually. me too. <laughs> That's right. And then Topanga wants to have kids as soon as she gets married. And they have, oh, wait, we have nine months till we're getting married. Which, when did they set a date? This I is don't new. <laughs> yeah, I, no brand new information. But now we're nine months away from getting married. Now we well, have that's like the thing. Literally, what, like five episodes ago, or no, sorry, it was the very early season. But like, not that long ago, they were like, oh, we're taking our time. We're not setting a date yet, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like no. nine months till we get married. Like, bitch, you are in freshman year of college. What yeah, so that about? means that they're going to get married the summer between freshman year and sophomore year. Because let's say That's this crazy. is the beginning yeah. of school As year. every good couple does. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of I stress. remember watching this. Uh, for the, for the first run through I watched, I was like, That's insane. It's so stupid. Whatever. So it's good for them. Yeah. But uh, I mean, like, but, if you want to get married, get married. Like, you know, but I just, yeah, it's they're very young. And I don't, I've always been of the mind of like, What is the rush? Like, exactly, you can live yeah. together. Like, it's not, we're not in olden times where it's like, I can't date, I can't ma- yeah, uh, be yeah. with someone unless. I'm married. Like, no. Imagine you knowing want? a married couple when you're a sophomore in college. It's, no. That's crazy. No. I, yeah. year. That would be wild. And no. I, I did not. There's enough but. stress in the world. It's uh, also Corey can make this uh, this sex joke, which Corey loves alluding to maybe getting to have sex with Topanga someday. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I better go brush my that's teeth. His, that's his brand of humor. This is so weird to me that like he hears, okay, we're going to go have sex soon. First thing I need to do, brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Like, not that he, I mean, great. Clean your teeth. Wonderful. Yeah. Dental hygiene. Great. Yeah. But that's the thing you're saying. Like, no, I better go like shave or, you know, take a shower maybe <laughs> yeah. or, you know. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are other things I'm concerned about. Yeah, maybe they're starting case. with third base first, working their way to <laughs> home. Starting, I don't know. Third. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the four plays third base immediately. And if you want to tune into Lonely Boys and find out when I learned about what the bases are, then go ahead and find ah, yes. that. Lonely Ooh. Boys also an instructional. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you didn't know what the bases were until that I think podcast? I was unclear about which was where. Oh, my. Yeah. I feel like I know. Sarah, do you know the bases? I think I know. Uh, I get a little confused about what Listen. first base is. Is I first base making, making out? See that the first two are the hard ones. Like I was confused about what second. No, I think the third. I think the fourth one is the hard one. How? Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, first you're hard base. First base. That's, okay, this is what I. <laughs> oh, when you're I hitting nothing but homers. You don't concern. Yeah. You don't concern yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think first, if I remember correctly, first base is making out. Second base is hand stuff. Third base is no. It's hand stuff at the top. Not Isn't like it? diddling. <laughs> I think that's like when you're on your oh, way to third. No, third is third oh. is definitely below the pants. Wait, then is first base making out? Well, see, now you guys kiss. are like Brendan now. No, see? first is okay. Here, let me let me break down what I think. First is making out. Second is on top of the clothes touching. Third is beneath oh. the clothes touching. Oh Fourth God. is getting it in. That's but very fast. You go from beneath the clothes touching in. all the way to. Yeah, I, I think how I taught this course, it was for, first base, as, as the wise prophet Bo Burnham said, first base we're making out. Uh, second base is like hand stuff. Third base is oral stuff. And yeah. fourth yes. base, otherwise known as a home run. Is, yeah. Uh, and then Brendan also added an inside the park home run when we were talking. Yeah. Wait, what the hell podcast. is inside the park home run? <laughs> I forgot what it was. What did yeah, I say? To Brendan, what does that even mean? Inside the park home run is when you go through each of the bases first and then get the home run. <laughs> An old fashioned home run is you just skip all the bases. <laughs> yes. and just go straight in. <laughs> you just dive straight, straight in. Straight in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a full so swan where, Okay, that's what I knew, Matt. But then where does like touching i can't believe i'm doing this again i can't i can't every podcast i go on it's just gonna devolve into (laughs) you're gonna start doing college talks i think home plate 
should be making out. Second base should be like touching above. Second, wait, I skip first. As you do, making out. Start with yeah, first base. No, I don't think so because I. Well, then you have to tie in touching boobs into making out. What if you don't have boobs? You legally have to. You have to. What if there are no boobs? Boobs and butts. Just touching butts. Rubbing, rubbing all around. Yeah. Dry humping, yeah. Dry humping. Where do you fit that in in the bases? Dry humping is second. The bases sure. system has never been a perfect system. <laughs> <And that's laughs> also, that is also what I tried to describe to Brenda. Like, this is not gospel. Here. This, this, also is- can get, this also can get really bad yeah. if both of you are like, okay, was- do you want to go to second base? And both of you agree, but you both think second base is two totally different things. I mean, it's yeah. a common yeah. metaphor to begin with. Like, this was. Never, this was well, never. this is like, okay, I a think couple we things. need like eight bases. Can we yeah. just expand? You need like a baseball, not a baseball diamond. Yeah, it would be great if we could patch in Meatloaf here, but he's an anti-vaxxer and he's dead. So, he's dead. <laughs> Dude, and he went through it. And he recently went through his end of life crisis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Like, <laughs> a new way to save people are dead. He's an and he's dead. So he really got what was coming to him. Oh my god, like. no. <laughs> One more question: When you think like, oh, they hooked up. Okay. This question, Sarah, it's this so is confusing. This is my entire high school experience lumped into mm. a single question. I was okay. Do you know that gif of Andy from Parks and Rec where he's like, at this point, no. I'm too afraid to ask? Yeah. That yeah. was me in high school of like, what the fuck is hooking up? I couldn't ask anybody because it was like everybody knew what hooking up was. But in my head, I was like, did they have sex or did they just make out? I, I have my answer is that I, I would think they just made out. So, yes, I think a lot of people say that hooking up is uh, explicitly sex where where I guess since me and Brendan went to the same high school where where I come from, hooking up was just kind of an all encompassing term where yeah. if you got with someone in, in any way, mm-hmm. any base from home plate to home plate, uh, you could say that you hooked up with them. Right. Then you could acquire more up. to find out how far you went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see yeah. that. The fucking hooking up question, though, seriously plagued my existence for like four years in high school. I was like, I never knew what the fuck people were talking about. Yeah, I, I, I still, still don't, don't really know. No, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean you hooked up? Just use actual words. Tell me what happened. Like, be explicit. I'll understand a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Not too explicit, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> what is it good for? Okay, no, 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 no. So then we get Sean going in and watching this conversation of everybody talking, and yeah. then he's like, "Everyone's having fun without me. I have to leave. I'm Aww, sad again." Sad. Very then sad. we get more. What's it good for? Yay! Yay! Thank God. <gasps> we end on this iconic scene. Yeah, I love We're that. We're not to into it. It's a good thing we that we have this just not it. to end. Yeah, right. Because otherwise, it would just have been. Sean yeah. looking through the glass, crying at all the couples talking about babies. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a good thing for Corey. Yeah. yeah, this is like I don't know one the one two punch of getting because right before this we have the episodes where Corey goes Topanga, like the <laughs> one two punch of that and the war is what is it good for? Absolute key Ben Savage oh moments. God. Yeah, Ben Savage so and now also Danielle Fischel in the scene, incredibly charming. The both of them, I was loving this scene so much. So yeah, it looks like Just jumping up and down. I think I really do think it's my favorite end tag we've had, Sarah. Most of them are pretty crap, and I think this one is really wonderful. Yeah, they yeah. have to. They have to just be riffing. At one point, Corey just says, "I gotta run because I don't like war." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not you or you or you. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> I really thought for a second he was gonna do the uh, "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bitch. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. I'm a bitch. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do love this episode. I think it's wonderful. I, I love both storyline A and B. I think like it's, it has, it's, it's such a great mix where it's very funny, but it mm-hmm. also has very real shit that they're talking about yeah. and real sweet, like mature moments in it. 
So. Yeah, this is some peak Boy Meets World here. I was very, very happy with the episode. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, we were, last time we were here, we had some wacky shit going on. Uh, this was a pretty normal, just wacky solid episode. Yeah. <laughs> and, and silly me, this time I said, we're only breaking down one episode instead of two. This is going to be a short one, and here we here we are. Well, we <laughs> had to break down all the bases for yeah. everyone. We knew we were going to go on a 20-minute tangent with sex ed. Yeah, I still need help, to be honest with you. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone, for the education. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but this was amazing. Tell everybody what you have going on over on the Lonely Boys podcast, where apparently you also break down the bases. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah well, first, we should probably episodes. plug um, XOXO Gossip Kings, the better version of our show. <laughs> the better version of our show. <laughs> I like that you decided to uh, plug Carl Tart's podcast and not the Jessica Zor Gossip Girl podcast that she also has. Oh, I don't even. I don't know what that one's called. <laughs> Neither do I, actually. <laughs> 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 Let's never catch a name. Wait, but yeah. Hold on. Vanessa has a freaking podcast. Yes. See, no, come on. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a rewatch podcast though. I think she just kind of like talks like behind the scenes stuff is and has she different actors she was on. The worst part yeah, of that yeah, show, exactly. Who would she play? Remind should someone me? should someone tell her? Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa. Someone needs to tell Vanessa. her that. So yes, yeah, so we of course and and I'll do oh, the plug Vanessa. since I am the host yeah, of the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can catch us over on the Lonely Boys podcast. Uh, you know, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Where me and Brendan are currently in what is a rewatch for me of the of the show and is a first time experience for Brendan. So it is spoiler free since Brendan doesn't know what's going on past the episode that we are covering. And sometimes even the episode we're covering, he doesn't doesn't know what's going on. Um, So we are currently towards the end of season two. We are having a great time. We have guests pretty much every week. Uh, I still not have not uh, because Sarah and and Jess, you both need to come on the podcast as well. But I have not booked a guest since the last time we talked because I got way ahead so of myself far in and, advance. and, and booked through se- booked through season three. Megan likes booking more than he likes doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah that's why I, that's why I wanted a podcast just so I could book guests. <laughs> I an excuse to reach out to people every every day. <laughs> so yes, we also um, recently. Uh, started a Patreon where we have a, a lot of other fun stuff. I guess, Brendan, since you have most of the shows on the Patreon, you could take over and say what we've got on that. Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff going on. There. We have the same exact show, but for the OC rewatch, uh, where I am also the newbie. Gagan is the professional over there. So that's the we now call that the Sandy Boys. So if you into, ooh, are into the OC, you can ooh, check us out over there Sandy on Patreon. Um, we also have a show called The Average Joels, where we break down every album in Billy Joel's discography. Being from Long Island, this is what we do. Uh, which will eventually, obviously, by natural occurrence, will turn into the Swifty Boys once we're done with that. So yeah. you go from Billy Joel to Taylor Swift. Uh, you know. The natural progression. The natural yeah, progression. I'm waiting for the Reputation album yeah. to come out, as we talked about last uh, time. You're booked for that, that's yeah. for sure. Um, so we have that show. We also do a bi-weekly show where two of my pals and me are announcers for a backyard baseball uh, kind of playthrough, which is a very fun show as well. So check out all that stuff. That's all on Patreon. And then the Hoppy Boys is a free feed show that we do uh, biweekly as well. So we're, we review beers and cocktails and, you know, hard teas, hard seltzers, all that good stuff over there. So check all that out. Oh my it. gosh. I think they're yeah. busier than us, Sarah. They are. They are. We're getting they're, there, yeah. They're, the, the Boys is a full the franchise the boys network, now. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's expanding. Yeah. I'm very excited yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Well, over at Shit 90 Shows taunt me. Of course, we have our weekly Boy Meets World and Austin's Creek coverage. Um, we recently covered um, a, a movie with 
the uh, Lonely Boy's very own Georgina Sparks, Michelle Trechtenberg, um, we covered Harriet the Spy. Oh, I love that movie. It no was bad. a uh, great time. I had, that, I had that on VHS, and I would watch it on the little mini TV in the car on any long <laughs> trip. Yeah, the orange VHS. Yep. yep. Yeah, so we Nickelodeon. just covered that the other week. It was a lot of fun. Um, we are also recording um, a bonus content episode with mighty ducks uh, about the mighty ducks with our friend alex so that's gonna be a lot of fun um so check that out when it comes out and then later in the month we are covering my cousin Vinny. so oh my god another great wow. movie yeah we're all over the place this yeah. month and both of which the mighty ducks and my cousin Vinny, sarah and i both have not seen so uh very interesting yeah yeah well actually i think that i lied at one point about the mighty ducks because i definitely saw the mighty ducks i don't know why i said i didn't i I gotta tell you i watched it last night definitely had never seen it before last night yeah no i've seen the mighty ducks um have not seen my cousin Vinny. so great movie yeah so short king joe pesci yeah and our guest for that will be dr amanda rabinowitz yes love it lots of fun july is going to be a great month over here at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram www.shit90spod.com you can find me at sarah ferguson amazing you could find me at the just sterling uh i am podcasting about community over on post show recaps and then more to come later on in the month i'm sure i'll be plugging it shortly um But next week, we have on another guest. We're going to be covering, again, just one episode, season six, episode 13. We'll have a good time then uh, with the amazing Grace Leader. So that's going to be tons of fun as well. Big uh, Grace fan. Cannot wait. I love Grace. Grace is like the busiest woman in podcasting Absolutely. history. So getting her on is going to be so much fun. Uh, so I can't wait to cover that next week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. This was yes, tons of us. fun as always. Uh, we will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Just asked. Shit 90 shows taught me. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.